digital entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. Okay. At the time I'm recording this, there is an interview with a NBA player that's gone pretty viral, that's been shared, and it's really, really hitting home. So I want to take a minute and unpack this conversation. So fellow Greek basketball player, his name is Giannis Antikompo, did my best on the last name. He was asked after his team lost and and didn't make it into the playoffs. He was asked by a reporter, basically, hang on, I'm going to get the question right. The re- Do you view this season as a failure? And what he proceeds to say in response to that question is really a masterclass in dealing with failure, dealing with losses, dealing with people who say no. And I want to take this this moment to talk about this idea of being the underdog and actually not being the best in what you do, even if it's like in your field or just something you're specifically working on. And the magic of actually being an underdog, because my son's baseball team this past year has full underdog status. They have won one game and they have lost all of the rest. I haven't even totaled how many games they have have had that they've lost, but I can tell you they've lost it all. I'll lost them all more than 10, easily more than 10 games. And It's been really, really interesting to watch these kids lose. And for context, the past two teams he's been on have been pretty winning teams. Like they've been pretty awesome. They've won a lot of games. They've had some really great hitter. Like it's just been, I'm smiling thinking about it. Like it's just had those high, high moments, right? And this past year has just been like, some days they just get, they just get totally obliterated and some days they're really close to winning and they just lose. Okay. So let's talk about what it's like to be an underdog. The first thing I want to offer is that I've really noticed with these kids, cause they are kids, they don't actually handle the losses hard. They have not yet learned. They have not yet been socialized to handle the losses like we adults do. He doesn't come peeling home and tell me all about how bad the game was. Sometimes he'll tell me about like what the snack was. And this is from a child who does like baseball, by the way. He's very into it. And he's not carrying the losses as a heavy thing because he's, I think, coming at it from the entire experience of it versus like, oh, that last thing that happened at the the last point of the game, which was that we lost. And what I've noticed is us parents, myself included, we're taking those losses kind of hard, you guys. <laughs> like, like I'm, I've am i found myself this year, I've found myself be more engaged in it and get more fired up in it as we have this underdog status, which is kind of interesting. And I've really found that the kids are the ones who just get back out there and they're having fun. Like they're having fun. They just keep going and they just like, they take a moment. There have been a few times where he's like, you know, we lost and he doesn't feel good, but it's not a day ruiner. It's not a week ruiner. And the other piece is they're not giving up on the season, even though they're the total underdogs. 
as I'm recording this, it's their last game of the season tonight. And that's it. That's the end of the season. And they will have been, I believe, technically the worst in the league for their group, for their age group this season. And I bet if you asked most of them, that wouldn't be how they branded the experience of being on this team together. So what can we take from them? What can we take from this underdog status? Well, I think that the basketball player Giannis did a really amazing job of breaking it down when that reporter said, do you view the season as a failure? Because they came very close to making it into the playoffs and then didn't. Okay. And what he talks about is this idea of everything is not binary. You don't look and stack up one single game, one single shot, one single piece of content, one single campaign, and have that just absolutely crumble your identity or your success or your your ego, right? You see, and he sees that everything compounds. Everything is a piece of learning and honing his craft and getting better. And it's not it's not with one game not going the way he wanted would he write off the entire season. He goes on to talk about Michael Jordan. And, you know, Michael Jordan is is like the guy, right? And he talks about, do we view the seasons where Michael Jordan didn't win, he didn't win as a complete failure? We're like, no, Michael Jordan is 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 the guy. He's the one. And you have to think about that. Like somebody said to me recently, Oh, one of my coaching clients, shout out to Jane. She says, I I promise I'm not going to ride the highs too high or the lows too low. And I think that 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 fits here of I'm not going to put my entire identity in the hands of this one donor that says yes, this one client that says yes, this high, high, right? Making it to the playoffs or this low, low, a series of of losses, a series of an underdog season, a series of something going the way I didn't want it. Because if you're here and listening to this podcast, we want to get you to the place where you're actually enjoying the process. You're enjoying getting out there on the field. You're enjoying hitting the ball. You're enjoying getting better at it. You're building the muscle of asking. You're building the muscle of hearing yeses. You're building that that muscle of resourcefulness and resilience. And I want to give you another practical example. So we are a couple of weeks into Outreach Genius right now. And I got an email from my client last night and, and she took one donor in just the course of two weeks with this class taking the action, being willing to feel uncomfortable, being willing to get in the arena and just go and be kind to herself in the process. She had one donor that historically had only given uh, no more, no higher than $7,000. And she had a donor conversation this past week and secured a gift of $25,000, $25,000. And I just want to say like, two things. One is that doesn't happen overnight. I would love to say that, that, that the wind blew and she made this happen. But I also want to honor the fact that this is something that she has been working on 
And what she has been doing has been compounding over time. She has attended so many of my programs and workshops. She has been putting these ideas into action. She's been building her the muscle of courage, the muscle of resilience, the muscle of discomfort over the course of the last several months. And now it has paid off in such a beautiful way. And what I told her was that now she's proven it to herself. Like, hey, I'm somebody that wins this. I'm somebody that goes out and gets $25,000 major gifts. I'm somebody who does that. She's proven that to herself. So instead of dreaming about it, she now has like evidence and she's proved that it can be true. And I find when you keep going and you hit that initial benchmark, that initial yes, that initial thing you're after, it really does. It's like, put that in your library of wins, put that in your library of successes so that when you have one that doesn't go the way that you want it to, you can lean on that and you can remember that it is not binary. It is not black and white. That part of what you are doing, part of building a successful brand or organization is that is the the resilience, the willingness to get out there, to get back in the arena, to keep going, to hear the yeses, to hear the noes, and to keep having the courage to keep asking. And so she was a really, really great example of that piece. And so is this basketball player. And so is my son. There's people all around us who are unwilling to do the things that the three of them have done because they're unwilling to feel the rejection or the self-doubt or just the like negative discomfort that comes on the other side of things not going your way, right? But you can like sit in the stands, you can watch a basketball player play. I can watch my son play baseball, right? But what fun is that? It is fun to watch him play baseball. But I also want to get into the game. I want to get in the game where I'm having wins, I'm having losses, I'm learning and building the skill of resilience, resourcefulness, I'm learning more about myself, and pushing my edges to grow, just like my student who who did that, who accomplished that just this week. The other piece that I love about it is, this was a phone call, I believe, I think this was a phone call. And it's like, kind of amazing that you're like one phone call away from that level of gift, from that level of client or customer. It could be one phone call, one meeting, one thing that turns your organization or business around. And that's kind of amazing, isn't it? To think that it's doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it does mean that you have to be willing to feel both. It's okay to feel nervous. It's okay to feel anxious. And it's okay to talk to yourself kindly, just like Giannis did on the other side of this loss. So go watch that video. I'm sure it's on YouTube. You might have already seen it. Go listen to what he has to say. I love the way he schools this reporter. It's so good. And um, there's just so much richness and life lesson there. And we'll see. We'll see what happens with this game tonight. But either way, we're going to be celebrating. We're going to be celebrating the process, not the product. If you have questions, if you want help with this, 
hit the link in the show notes, schedule a discovery call with me, and we'll talk all about it. I'll see you next time. You know how they say you should enjoy the journey, not just the destination. Have you ever wondered how do I crack the code to do that? I can help you do that. I can help you not only achieve your biggest, most daring goals, but the journey to get there. No more overwhelm, no more self-doubt. I want to invite you to book a call with me. Go to splendidatl.com forward slash book. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network. Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact-driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.